Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah! Episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network, BNN. Uh, this is our holiday special episode, and so it's going to be for December 23rd and December 24th. So if you have to go That's to work right. both days, split it up, you know? Right. We're going to release it. It's released on the 23rd, the whole episode, but it's going to be long. So if you have your normal commute, you can just stop halfway through and pick it up the next day. Right. Mark, are you done wrangling those cats? Yeah, because uh, uh, really, I'm uh, never, I'm yeah, never Mark done was, wrangling the cats. Mark was rustling uh, uh, feverishly d- uh, while there, while I was doing the intro there. <laughs> there was a cat. There was a cat fight going on <laughs> in the room. Do you have to stick your foot in between them? Like get get a uh, No, I usually just just like I like start batting at them like they're batting at each other, so I look like a big cat. <laughs> Intimidate the smaller cats. I like That's it. right. All right, so uh, I, I read somewhere they think that your your humans are big cats, anyways. So it works out. They think you're just like an alpha cat, right? Well, that's why they 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 say that cats only uh, meow to communicate with humans, right? Isn't that the right? They think you can he- understand them for some reason, it's right? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a weird thing. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's going to be an hour long today, and we have all kinds of great stories in the mix. Uh, some holiday stuff mixed in, uh, which Pat's going to take us through first, and we're also taking holiday drinks. After every single story, and it's an hour long, so by the end we should be nice and nice and ready to talk to our in-laws, right? Is it a uh, is it is a bourbon and diet coke a holiday drink? Absolutely, I'm mm-hmm. drinking rum chata. I've got a half a bottle of rum chata in my Starbucks cup. Yeah, nice. I've got uh, eggnog. I'm going with the classic eggnog and also wild turkey and sailor Jerry. But the thing about it is eggnog. It masks the flavor, so it just tastes like you take a sip. There's four shots in this 20-ounce glass, but you take a sip, and you can't taste the liquor at all. It's very dangerous. Tastes like, tastes like heavy whipping cream. Right. Wait, a drink, a drink that, uh, that's eggnog that you can't taste the eggnog? I'm in, because eggnog is garbage. Well, no, you can't, taste, garbage you can't taste the wild turkey. Right, that's you can't a hot, taste that's the a hot wild. take. It just, it, no, it's just like you feel incredibly warm, because it's like a thick egg drink. Pat, you're correct. The eggnog is kind of weird. It's a little sick, actually, how... Kind of how thick it is. It's like extremely thick. And then, you know, you got to mix it real good to get the liquor mixed in. But once you mix the liquor ah. in, I'm telling you, this thing is a uh, it'll put some hair on your chest. Strong. You got to get a good eggnog mix. That's the key. Oh, high so what quality. are we talking Organic. about today? All right. All right well, Matt, well, let, Matt, me, let me start you guys yeah. off with the yeah the news of what's going on in the hard factor. Mm. Uh, Wes is currently driving across the country uh, from Texas to Virginia. You know, he just finished. Do- 
Oh, did he finish with his yeah. dogs and his son? Yeah. A journey, a journey that he took this summer and he vowed to never take again. Uh, That's right. right. But he did it again. One hour, one hour into the drive, he texted and he said, "I shouldn't have driven." <laughs> one hour, one hour into a thirty-hour drive. Yep, he shouldn't have driven. Uh, I personally, uh, well, right now I'm in my parents' basement. That's not where I should be, though, guys, because I should be in a cabin uh, in the middle of nowhere uh, outside of Knoxville, Tennessee, with my brother for some reason. Mm. And uh, I, I'm hoping maybe you guys could help me figure this one out. Okay. So okay. My my folks moved to Knoxville, as you know. Uh, my sister's here. Her husband's here. The children are here. Her, my nieces and nephews. My brother commuted in from D.C. to visit. Now, every time a holiday comes up, I have to travel from Texas to Knoxville, which literally costs me about $800 round trip every plane flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's always expensive, the, the holiday travel. Easily. Yeah. Easily. My, my budget to travel to Knoxville every year is $5,000 a year, Whew. which is bullshit. Yeah, change change your uh, your prices for your flights, your small ass airport in Knoxville. But for some reason, my brother wanted to rent a cabin. Mm. I don't know to like hang out. I'm all about that. I, <laughs> Wait, I, I how lo- many people are in the cabin? Just me and my brother, because no one else <laughs> oh. wanted to go to the fucking cabin. So you, so you're at where everybody else is right now at your parents' house. No, I yeah, I would yeah. like to be. And this is where I'd like to be. But my brother <laughs> wanted to wanted to rent a cabin for some reason. <laughs> He's in so his my parents' house. He's supposed to be at the cabin with his brother, but the internet wasn't working, so right. he had to drive to his parents' house. After this recording, he has to drive back back to the to cabin, the cabin to hang out with his brother. Right. It's I I, I traveled uh, two thousand miles. Uh huh. To hang to hang out forty minutes outside of where everyone's hanging so, out. So wait, but like, what was the impetus? Like, what what was the catalyst? Like, the, it was like, all right, we're doing this cabin, bro. Yeah, he just I, kept he just kept talking about the cabin. And has I kept, Bre- I kept, has I kept, Brendan told you what it is that's going on in his life that required this cabin? What's, what's I going? don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's so about he to launch to just, a bomb on you. <laughs> he wanted to do some writing. <laughs> He's either gay or has cancer, is my guess. No. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, what the fuck am I doing in this goddamn... I'm, 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 it's literally in the town that is the headquarters for the KKK in Tennessee. Oh, great. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got a cabin there? It's a, it's a wedding venue. Oh, it's a great deal. My, yeah, my brother and I are say. staying on a 52-acre wedding venue and doing the exact same fucking thing we'd be doing if we were in Knoxville with the rest of our family. We're just and, and, and I keep he keeps being like mom and dad are coming out today. Our sister's coming out today. No, and I'm they like, no, they're, no, no they're, they're not, not, Brendan. Yeah, they keep. Yeah, yeah. When you get when you get the keys to the Airbnb, it's like two guys with shotguns, and then they show up, and you're <laughs> and, and you're white, and they're like, "Good." Yeah, you don't meet up with the rest of the fam like all the time. It's not it's not happening. We almost did that up here. Uh, uh, some of my um, wife's family was going to stay at Tahoe and then uh, part of them were going to stay in Reno that we almost split it up like that. But you're right, Pat, you don't you don't actually meet up all the time if you do the split up like in different counties. Well, yeah. He, why would you pick a cabin like 20 miles outside of the, the air conditioned house that everyone's staying in? Get a hotel. No idea. Yeah, it doesn't no make idea. Any sense. And the Internet's not good. The TV's all fucked up. We're like literally just watching football, which is what we would have been doing. Well, I'm not watching football because I had to drive an hour into fucking Knoxville to tape the show in my parents' basement and drive an hour back to this cabin. Yeah, you're missing football. Yeah, there are horses there. I will say if you, if you uh, oh, that's where you got that horse video. I saw that horse. That was pretty cool, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, that was about the highlight of it. Will um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird move to say the least. Yeah, I will say this though: it is hilarious to look up the Maryville, Tennessee uh, basketball team. Where, where the KKK is rooted in, it's the whitest. <laughs> it's the whitest high school basketball team you'll ever you'll ever see. Low scoring games. What a great great yeah. free throw percentages though. 
Oh, yeah. Anyway. If you foul a kid in the act, you're, you're giving up you two points. better not put him in the double bonus. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, like, but, but, like, what are you guys doing at the cabin? Like, are you listening to, Nothing, like, Will. holiday Nothing. hits? Are you listening to Mar- Mariah Carey over and no, over? Pat's waiting for Brennan to work up the courage to tell him why the fuck he did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've pretty much been eating edibles and playing Call of Duty. So the same thing I could have been doing in Texas. Or right. or in uh, your parents' basement, right, where you're sitting. No, that sounds pretty nice, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. COD. That's what the holidays are for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little video game. But that's, that's more or less what's going on in the hard factor world. Family chillies. Uh, uh, yeah, the second second we're done this recording, I'm hopping on a plane heading to Virginia, and then gonna spend a couple of days there with the old crew, the family, and the old high school crew. Oh yeah, and then I'm then I'm going up to Philadelphia uh, to to visit the extended family. That's for right, a couple of days. Nice, the classic the classic uh, annual migration to Philly for your family. You got you guys That's go right. every single December 26th for how many years? Like every every yeah, year, every you, year you've been alive. Every yeah. year, the day after Christmas, get in a car. Pack it with presents and pretzels. And <laughs> now, Mark, this is a challenge for me because I will also be in Philadelphia the day after Christmas. Oh, oh really? Right. I'll be there the 26th and 27th, and I leave the t- morning of the 28th. So, if you so what? Up, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. Well, you drink good, when good you're question. in Philly. I have to. I, I have think. to visit about 60 relatives in, in 40 hours, so it's very hard for me to meet right. meet up with people. But if, I brought you to my family reunion. That's true. You did. Or what are you doing? You're, you're just going to be like floating around. You need a place. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got. I got some stuff going on over there. I don't want to get into it. All right. Well, if you if you have free time, you can come to my family. Okay. But it's going to be hard for me to break away. Yeah. And you I can come. Uh, yeah. I just got yeah, back yeah. to Reno uh, from Virginia. Hung, saw the high school crew there. Um, saw my parents there, and then now my wife's family's coming in to Reno tonight. And they're going to be here through the twenty sixth. So, you know, that's going to be it's going to be it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see because we have Did you just say you wait, your your um, your extended family, your wife's family is coming to Reno. This yeah. Year. Yeah. Your in-laws are coming in. And you just said it was going to be fun. That's I, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, no, it'll be good. I, I'm, I'm excited to see because uh, we have every political viewpoint represented like uh, in, in the in the mix. So and it's a yeah, small same, group of people. Same in mine. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be it'll be fun with all this impeachment stuff going on and everything to see. See how those conversations play out. Not in the cabin. The cabin's yeah. just a feed a feedback loop of me and my brother <laughs> sharing the same viewpoints on when things. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> feedback. When I get to Philly, I should say there's every viewpoint. Every viewpoint. A, yeah. 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 No, in the cabin, there's just a two-person hot tub with a <laughs> yeah, c- combined <laughs> combined well, seventy so, years yeah, of like, men like, in the hot tub right. between the two of us. <laughs> is he like? Is he is he ordering like hookers to the to the cabin or? No, it's pretty tame. Uh, I, I got in, got in on Friday night at eleven o'clock, and he picked me up from the airport, and we're driving out there, and he goes, um, "No, I didn't get any food." <laughs> <laughs> Great, no food, huh? Uh, Where's like, well, the we nearest st- grocery store? Nowhere. Oh, yeah. well, it's closed. Mark, it's closed at yeah. uh, 11, <laughs> 11 o'clock. So I ate at Hardee's. Um, <laughs> my options were Hardee's or Sonic, and this is the Sonic that the KKK goes to. Oh, I, right. Like, I, 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 yeah. they have their meetups there. I haven't had so Hardee's I went to Hardee's. Years. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> It's the, the it smelled like cat food when they put it in the car. They just have roast beef there, right? That's it. It's just like no, that's Arby's. That's Arby's. No, I, thought, I thought Hardee's was the same. Hardee's is no. shitty. Hardee's is shitty burgers on big bun sesame buns, yeah. right? Like it's we, bad. Yeah, we yeah. actually have an Arby's story later. Um, yeah, so Pat, that's bad because I find that like to avoid like you know 
annoyances in the holidays, you should try to stay extremely busy. And it sounds like the cabin is the exact opposite of staying busy. It's no, it's like that. It's like that horror movie where the two guys went to the cabin and the one guy was like detoxing. They brought him out there to yeah. detox. Yeah, just low flow showers and. Uh, is your brother is your brother secretly trying to detox you, or is he letting you drink there? Oh no, he bought he bought me some bourbon for my birthday. Okay, oh, so you guys are Jesus getting hammered birthday. in a cabin in the woods, which you should. I mean, if you're in a cabin in the woods, you got to be getting drunk. Like I, I feel like yeah, but there's nothing worse like waking up hungover in a place with no food, uh, with nothing to do. Yeah, but the quiet yeah. sounds of nature that doesn't soothe you at all, doesn't. How long you, you know me? Twenty years. Well. <laughs> yeah. Pat's not out there picking berries from trees. He's in bed moaning until two p.m. Easily four. <laughs> yeah. Then then it's then it's bullet and COD time. Right. Yep. I, yep. Pretty much. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, uh, Pat, we got more on the on the holiday special. Or are we gonna we gonna slug a holiday drink here? Cheers to that. No, let's, let's slug a holiday drink. Let's, let's drink that. and move on. Slugging this bag dock, baby. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about the city. So, um, it's about Reno. You talk about Reno. About Reno and the city, which is a podcast from USA Today. But I'll, I'll explain it all. So, I moved to Reno. Yeah, you don't. You don't need to listen to that podcast after hearing the segments. Don't even bother. Just listen to old episodes of Hard. Factor. Correct. Do not uh, take any time away from Hard Factor to listen to the city uh, or any no. USA Today podcast, but over any Barstool podcast. So, uh, right. we're going to give you a secondhand source right here thing about reno is and vegas and the rest of nevada is obviously a huge part of their economy is from vice uh the state puts all the measures to amend their state constitution up to the public who's generally in favor of allowing any business that can bring money to the state <clears throat> and so people yeah, say i'm sorry is vice uh, a code word for prostitution i'm a little confused. Vi- vices like vices like you know alcohol oh, gambling devices yeah vices okay. vice yeah. vice sorry right. mark's real smart in, at some stuff but real dumb other stuff I thought it was like I don't know. No, not like yeah, the I, TV I network. I w- no. Right. No. Right. No. 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 Yeah, no, yeah. no. 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 Not like HBO's Vice. No. 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 As in like uh, Vice is into sins. Right. 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 Sin City and all that yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. And so people say that Colorado is the Amsterdam of the West, but I'd contend that Nevada is a much better comparison when you consider legal prostitution on top of marijuana. Anything goes in the Wild West out here in Nevada. Anyways. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't call, uh, you know, skiing and smoking weed the Wild West. Why is that? Colorado. I'm saying Colorado is nowhere near the Wild West. Oh, right. To yeah. Compared to Nevada. It's not even close. Yeah, like, uh, if you're talking about nice, rich families dressing up in nice clothes and maybe smoking a little right. weed, Aspen. it's not nearly Did- comparative <laughs> to people with no teeth and, and three addictions to, to prescription drugs fucking a prostitute for $32. Right, Mark. But you hear how confused Will was about what you just said, though? Because. Yeah. Because Will wants is, to share with us there that is there is also skiing. Yes, in, there is excellent right. skiing in Lake Tahoe. In the Lake Tahoe area. Yes, there is. Will was like, excuse yeah, me? Yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, you offended. said skiing and smoking weed are not part of the Wild West? Because uh, <laughs> uh, we got that in Reno, too. You're right. You're right. Anyways, in recent years, Pat, just like you're saying, the city of Reno has undergone efforts to shed some of those perceived negative images from the past. Uh, events like being the first place in the USA to offer divorce and gambling as a getaway retreat back in the 30s. Uh, then the TV show Reno 911, which was actually filmed in California, but did a lot of damage to the reputation of the city. And then most recently, just being hit very hard by the recession in 2008. So they're trying to move away from the the vice and the, the struggle image to the, you know, weed and skiing image that you were just mentioning, Pat. Come right. on. They need to lean into it harder. It's the only place to go for that stuff. 
Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the whole state, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is like a legal bastion in the United States, but what they're trying to do is attract more businesses, right? Like, you're trying to you're trying to get more headquarters moved in, like Tesla's moved in since the last, since 2008 and stuff like that, so they want to keep that kind of stuff going, and they feel like getting away from a seedier image will try to help that. Anyways, uh, to do this, the city council has been approving new high-end construction projects uh, you know, all different parts of the city and outside the city for new businesses like Tesla, while also tightening restrictions on traditional downtown Reno businesses like week to week motels and strip clubs. And I think the term for that is gentrifying. I'm not really con- you know, familiar what is gentrifying, but I think that's what that means. Well, I, I don't know if general- gentrifying is generally not done by a government exclusively. Uh, it's usually done by a group of people. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, this is businesses, you know, pe- developers close, and stuff. People, close enough. Yeah, yeah. We get we get the point. Right. They're, they're trying to, you know, clean up the image. I, I, I mean, I understand why they're doing that, but yeah, and it's nice. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with the move. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. I mean, they're really they're what they're doing though is putting in newer casinos, newer bars, newer restaurants, getting rid of week to week motels, which you know have a lot of people in there who you know don't make a lot of money or, or are in certain situations where they need to stay in a week-to-week motel. And then also the, the downtown strip clubs are just kind of older. They're kind of run down. Uh, so they think- I mean, like, some some people go to church, right, to avoid um, losing their minds and killing people and committing crimes all the time. And some people go to Reno. Now you're taking one of those away. You're, you're like, once you clean up Reno, then the people that don't aren't religious and can't can't trick their brains into being a good person through religion are going to be criminals. Well, Mark, I think that starts to beg the really interesting question here and more or less what the city is kind of about, which is like, okay, you have to have vice somewhere, right? right? That's what I'm saying. And and usually vice exists in places where it's grandfathered in as people become more PC and more progressive. And what Will was alluding to is that Reno has been a place that vice has been grandfathered in forever. Yes. And if, if you lose the vice now, can you have new vice pop up? somewhere else well, no, probably not well, but no. you're, you're also not i don't think they're losing the vice anyways that's not what i i don't get that reno is losing the vice i think that that's they better the, not that's the narrative that usa today is trying to sell with this podcast uh in, in and as a liberal puppet i buy in. well yeah that's the narrative they're selling for sure uh they they feature reno in the podcast the city uh and i think they just look at edgy situations in different cities and so they decided to follow around a strip club owner in reno named cammy kashmiri He's like that's a, a good move. Yeah, he's an ex Olympian discus thrower or something like that, or like almost. I love this almost guy. Almost Olympian. No, he's, a sh- he's a shot putter. Willie. Oh, okay. Well, I no idea. He also is just extremely loud, uh, and then he tries to fight the city council and then the police uh, about them putting tighter restrictions on his strip clubs and week to week motels. Uh, and they the basically the podcast tries to paint it as old Reno, quote unquote old Reno versus quote unquote new Reno, which I've only been here for two years, so I couldn't really tell you but the way they presented it like i didn't really resonate with me but pat what i mean what did you think i mean i haven't been to reno ever so i but i assumed that i mean they were fucking with this guy essentially the guy owned two strip clubs in a really like uh high traffic downtown area and they didn't want him there so the city council didn't want him there and they put a vote up more or less that uh would do things like closing down private rooms 
disallowing uh, younger dancers, et cetera. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was kind of being a motherfucker. Like he was putting on his on his marquee outside of his uh, strip clubs in a high traffic downtown area, like, you know, sexually explicit things. So which under, understandably was pissing people off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Wild Orchid it's Reno. Yeah. The Wild Orchid, I think, is the main one um, under under discussion. And that one is right. I mean, it is right down like right next, like right close to downtown. It's in a very prominent right, position in the city. When you throw out terms like old Reno versus new Reno, obviously, depending on how old you're talking, yeah, maybe some changes need to happen. If you're talking about like 50 years ago when it first started and people are shooting each other in the streets, the gangsters, and there's absolutely no, they, no they, law. They just well, want, a, but they want a coffee shop culture. That was, but, in, in, right, yeah. That, that, exactly. Yeah, right, Pat. That's what they're trying to say is like, okay, it's hipsters. But they don't, hipsters get, that. Versus, they don't, they versus don't get to have coffee shop. Old school. Because they're Reno. No. They need to lay it. They need to lean into the. We still to we, the not coffee shop. No, we still have coffee shops. Anyways, um, uh, in the end, pretty much everybody in the situation got to keep doing their business. Uh, you know, Cami was claiming that the city was going to shut him down. They didn't, uh, but they did add some tighter restrictions. Everybody pretty much, in in the end, just got to keep going on. All they did was they got rid of private rooms in strip clubs, so you can't you can't get uh, you can't go to a private room in Reno anymore. So there's no reason to go to the strip clubs. Got it. Well, well, there also will. I mean, not not in, in in the city of Reno. I mean, you could still you could still go to the strip club and get dances. Just like you ever any. been to a strip club without a private room? There's re- just really no reason to. You could watch an R-rated movie and get the same experience. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I disagree with that, but also uh, they moved the age of stripping from 18 to 21. So that so was the other tighter part. restrictions in the form of looser restrictions. Really, so now they're all about. moms instead of half of them are moms. <laughs> Looser a hundred percent. Now it's 90. now it's a requirement that they have a child. To strip. <laughs> what what are the ages of strippers over? I mean, what what's the percentage of strippers over the age of twenty two who don't have children? Zero. I would like to know. Zero. Eighteen, probably fifty percent. Zero over twenty two. Yeah, I mean it's going to be high, and and I, I don't know. I mean, the city of Reno, basically, they're. I don't know. That was their middle ground situation, right? Like they 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 were considering trying to ban the strip clubs from downtown or like get them removed out, uh, but then they didn't go that far, and they decided just to put these tighter restrictions. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see where it goes from here. But the strippers from eighteen to twenty are suing the city now uh, for fifteen million dollars on behalf of the estimated one hundred impacted women in the situation who can't strip because they're eighteen to twenty. Um, and they allege they'd be losing between fifty to a hundred thousand a year over a three-year period for all of them. So the suit is being put against the city by the Kashmiri's lawyer, but apparently the Kashmiri's are not a part of the suit, allegedly. So. Yeah, the lawyer hangs out in the strip club. It's so just, he, you know, it's just a real he knows shame. A lot of the strippers. It's just a real shame if you're talking about Reno, Nevada, and and Nevada in general, like taking stripping jobs away. Then then what? What are we coming to, uh, Mark? What, no... you're co- what you're coming to is that 18 year old girls could just move out of the city and be prostitutes because you can be a prostitute at 18 in the state. But you, but know, you like, have to move out. You have to move out to a bunny ranch. That, like, I feel like obviously there are some real creeps that that go to the bunny ranches um, and stay there and spend thousands of dollars. But for the most part, you're going to have your bachelor parties or your people that want to go to the city um, and stay near the city, maybe even stay in Tahoe and drive in Reno. They don't want to drive all the way out to the middle of fucking nowhere to go to a ranch where there's one Hardee's and a cabin and the bunny ranch. Like, you need to have the the real vices pretty goddamn close to the The strip club is still there. Right, but But not for 18-year-olds, it's not. Yeah, and one thing they explored in the show is that there's... 
Yeah, the girls can't dance there. That's it. Right. That but there's sucks. ladies. So Some there's a hundred girls out of, like, out of like probably like thousands of girls. Hundreds is hundreds low. I think there's probably more than, than that. They just don't want to be involved. I mean, I thought it was just like kind of it landed in the middle, and it's like not really that big of a deal. Anyways, um, look, I thought I, I think tobacco, I think that people are trying to make tobacco, a mountain out of a molehill. No, I don't think so. We're, we're raising the age of tobacco to twenty one. Yeah, so exactly. So you're gonna twenty one, right? Like, oh no, god, neither of neither of those things should happen. Yeah, and that's another that's another question. Like, why is it is it just because like the younger girls attract creepier people? Because it's like really you're talking about a hundred people, right? A hundred girls, eighteen to twenty something. Who gives it, a shit if they can't right. dance at the strip club? It, it's it's more the idea that like you know really young girls, eighteen year old girls bring in real creepers. The real trash come in for the the eight under eighteen chicks or the under twenty one chicks. But once they get past twenty one, you know it's less creepy. Well, people I think it's in, just so. like it, they're just saying that they would prefer girls eighteen to twenty not be strippers. That's like that's the First, city. State. Well, of course that's what they're saying. But the what they're really saying is they. It's a school issue. What they're really saying is they prefer <laughs> no strippers. What they're really saying is they prefer no tobacco. And if that's the case, just make a clean cut. Let's knock it off with this raising it to twenty one bullshit. Don't tell me to wear a seatbelt. I don't want to wear a seatbelt. Don't tell me the stripper has to. If the legal age is eighteen, let an eighteen year old strip. If you can join the army at eighteen, let an eighteen year old smoke tobacco. Otherwise, just ban it completely. Stop with this ticky tack raising it to twenty one bullshit. Yeah. Well, when they legalize marijuana federally, the age is probably going to be twenty one. A hundred percent will so, be twenty one. So hundred percent. I think they're just going to make like everything twenty one. Well, well Mark, how do, you, how do you feel about hand jobs at the strip club? I mean, I'm not talking about blowjobs. Those about were never, happening I, for I, sure. I've never gotten a hand job, but room. you certainly can in the in the private rooms. That's not what I mean. I mean, philosophically, how do you feel about hand jobs in in the strip club in terms of them being legal or illegal? I don't. I don't think they should be legal in 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 like the cities. I think you should have to go to a special place like a. We're just talking about a hand job. That's all. Yeah, I'm just to, talking to ejaculate just to any sort job. of like touching any sort of touching of the like fingering hand jobs like any sort of harsh sexual acts outside of uh, grabbing an ass or, or kind of sucking on a titty should be outside of cities. I wouldn't call hand jobs <laughs> a harsh sexual act. Mark. Oh yeah. Well, if you come, what harsh if it lands? Sexual what, what, act. I would. No well, semen. Well, then, Mark, you you may have been swayed, actually, by uh, some of the investigations than about the private rooms because there, there well, was definitely... I'm not an idiot. I know what happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely ejaculations um, inside yeah. the city limits. <laughs> That's for sure. Only uh, losers should be able to ejaculate <laughs> inside their pants. Wait, wait, Mark. So you want the ejaculations to take place specifically outside of the city limits? Yes. Yeah. That's right. It's an ejaculation <laughs> county line issue. That's, that's right. That's, Why? I draw Why the county matter? lines like, they, like they're 21. Ejaculation to me is like the 21 to 18 thing. Yeah. I like that. I think yeah. that's what it lands on. Don't, think, you, yeah. don't, you, don't you bring that ejaculation in these city limits. Yeah. Sheriff Mark is going to make sure. And you go outside the city. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, Mark, I think you've cracked the code. And on that, I think we take another holiday cheers, boys. Uh, because All right. Take a cheers. Because the city. And All for right. those of you guys sitting there saying, man, this is a weird episode of Hard Factor, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. It's the holidays, yeah. too. So we're having, we're on the holidays, holiday. too. We're already approaching 30 minutes, and I don't even think we're halfway through. All right, guys, let's move <laughs> into the best part about the news, and that's the ability to gamble on it. If you want to give yourself a Christmas or Hanukkah present, go to www.predicted.org slash promo slash Hard Factor 20, and in less than two minutes, create an account. Deposit at least 20 bucks to get a free $20 from Predicted. That's on the house. No strings mm. attached. No rollover or bonus amounts. Just free cash. 
Predicted is legal in all 50 states, so you can use your your debit card or whatever to deposit. You don't need to use Bitcoin or pretend someone like else's live, debit card. You live in Nevada <laughs> or Eastern Europe, right? Someone else's debit card. Yeah. Okay. What are we talking about today? There are actually a ton of good markets out right now. Uh, if you have been listening to us recently, maybe tuned into the live debate stream or just been following the impeachment news, Ooh. you know the House impeached Trump on the 18th of December, but you don't know when the Senate is going to get a crack at voting him guilty or not guilty. That's because no one knows, because Nancy Pelosi is not saying when the House is going to release the articles of impeachment to the Senate, right? Yeah. Following me? Which, which, which is weird, right? Because like you can look them up. What was approved, but like, what's I don't understand. She she has to like actually physically mail them to Mitch McConnell. Is that like how? No, she. I think it's more just releasing them releasing to say, them. "Hey, now you're now, starting yeah, your yes. process. You can start your trial whenever she it's has the handoff." Right. She hasn't even allowed them to say you can start your trial whenever she has to release the articles of impeachment to the Senate. She hasn't done that. Huh. Um, now, Here, well. Have you ever watched the Olympics? It's like a rubber stamp, though, right? It's like because it's, it's more. Done. It's more so. It's it's more so like the four by four passing uh, the baton te- yeah. team relay. Yeah, yeah, it's passing of the baton. So she's, she's just like holding dragging the her baton. feet the last five seconds. Exactly. Yeah, she, she's just yeah yeah exactly. She's just standing she's still and slow. holding the baton, which would get you booed out of the Olympics. <laughs> For sure, yeah. that's not, a good not point. a good move. You're not going to win that race. Yeah. Um, so not a great, not a great move for that. Um, for sure, predict it's going to put up markets soon based off their their daily mailer that, that's going to say when will the Senate trial start, how long will the Senate trial be. But they don't have those up yet. What they do have is will the Senate convict Donald Trump on impeachment in the first term in his first term. Um, so that's ah. saying. Yes, they will release the House will release them. The Senate will get a chance to try them, try him. Will they convict him, make him guilty or not at a majority of two thirds votes? Remember, it's not majority. It's two thirds. Um, And it's right now. Ten cents. Yes. Ninety cents. No. So if you want to make nine cents a share, get on that. Yeah, now just take the Hold on, yeah. Mark. Can I, can I beat your ass? Do you want to make 16 cents a share? Go to will Donald Trump complete his first term? Oh, because it's better at, at 84, 84 cents right now. 84 right. for and yes. That, yeah, that's a great one, Pat. There's another one similar, but not as good odds. It's will Trump resign during his first term. So that would be one way he wouldn't complete it. The other one would be he gets voted guilty um, or. Yeah. OK. And then so same rates there. Ten cents. Yes. Ninety cents. No. So you can make nine cents a share in those first two markets. You can make 16 cents a share if you think he's going to complete his first term, like Pat said. And the last two we'll talk about are will Adam Schiff testify publicly before Congress by March 31st of 2020? Yes is 14 cents. No is 86. Um, you know, like if the Senate does call people to testify, which is one of the reasons they're holding the articles back, they're demanding that they call people to testify. Uh, I, I like I like Schiff as a dark horse. They might want to bring his goofy ass up there. Uh, well, and then, specifically, they might want to do that. Like, like, look, we know the Senate's going to dismiss it. So if they bring anyone up, they're going to be bringing them up specifically for a political purpose. Right. And like here's, to make and someone's life hard or embarrass them. Or I'm glad whatever. you said that, Pat, because the next huh. market is will Hunter Biden testify publicly before Congress oh. by March 31st? No. Similar odds. It's like, yes, 13 cents. No, no chance they would well, let him testify. The Senate, no, the Senate might want him to. They, of course they they'll want him to, right. but he's not right. going to. There's no. Well, that's why the odds are low. But if you get subpoenaed, you have to. And then well, I guess, also, you, know, you should be, you should show up for your child uh, paternity test. He didn't test do that. Results, yeah, exactly. But he, you don't do he, that. He doesn't show up to court dates. Trust me. Or That's hearings. He any court vote, yeah. vote no on that. He yeah. refuses to go to <laughs> trial. <laughs> and will Hunter Biden face charges by 12-31-2020? Yes, 16 cents, no 84. Um, yeah, so some interesting markets and a lot more to come. 
and we'll be working closely with Predicted on getting markets up. So please DM us if you Absolutely. have any. Um, what else? What else we hey, got there? Hey, I guess yeah, before, Wes and I made before, a. Com- yeah, before we move on from Predicted, though, like yeah. it is so infuriating this baton holding. Like we we were right on no in twenty nineteen. Like we weren't, but we but we like we weren't. They got the vote done early. But now they're just holding it. That is so infuriating. So we were wrong. We Let me wrong. give one last pitch for predicted. It's the last one of the year. So, hmm. guys, we have gotten something like close to a thousand people to sign up and play predicted already in the in the few short months we've been working with them. We always always get positive feedback from the listeners that signed up on how much fun predicted is, and we can tell you personally, we play predicted daily and put money in it. Wes and I made a combined like 500 or 600 bucks in the debate night alone, and we only risked about $300 each, and we could have made a lot more, and we will in 2020. Uh, you're not playing against the house at all. You're playing against other people who get too emotional and bet on what they want to happen, not what will happen, so you can have an edge if you just use your brain. Sign up and play along with us to gamble on the news uh, at www.predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. And guys, let's take another Christmas drink. Mm. And yeah, a lot of people are asking us what the code is. Um, it, it, predict it's a little bit different that you just go to that URL. Yes. And once you once you use that URL, predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20, it'll automatically know that the, the, the code's already printed. Right. When you yeah, sign up, you'll just add the, the promo 20 on your That's first correct. deposit. Yeah. It's not a promo code. It's a URL, and it doesn't like... Just, it doesn't tell you you get the 20 until you deposit it, then it automatically gives yeah, it. Yeah, and it is super fun. And if you are patient and if you don't like, like, I, I'm I'm impatient. I lose a lot of money on long shots just because, like, but I know I'm going to kind of. Um, uh, but if you are patient and you go with the favorites, like we've had the Keen Dog on from Star Spangled Gamblers, and he was, you know, encouraging people to go with the locks, like an 85 cent yes that you know is going to hit you know go for it anyways it's still 15 cent right. return so like those yeah. like those 90 cents no's on trump uh getting removed by the senate right oh, right so like, if you're patient and you want to and you and you and you're and you're willing to play it like a stock market you can really make some some great uh return on investment by the way Absolutely. i love to put uh like a guy like keen dog who's really uh he's really conservative I love putting him on the spot and making him spit takes because <laughs> because he doesn't want to give takes that he doesn't think are locks. Well, he's picking. He's he's a picker though. That's tough. Like he's handicapping. But so I that's need, harder. Like we're not. We we're, yeah. we're our picks are kind of like you know people know we're kind of just like pissing in the wind with our picks. Like they're probably listening to hot his pretty, pretty seriously. And that's like right. I, I I love a nerd and Keen Dog's a total predicted nerd and I love hot action. So I just love getting on there with Keen Dog and saying, "Give me your picks, Keen Dog." What are they? <laughs> I'm about to give I'm about to give Keen Dog three thousand dollars and tell him to go. Just tell him to go. Just tell him to go for me. Like here's three thousand dollars. Turn it into ten thousand dollars in six months, please. Thank <laughs> you. Let's be Let's be Alpha Cash Daddies. Yeah, yeah. Let's make that Alpha, baby. All right. Would you guys want to get in the lightning round? Yes. Let's do it. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't oh, know. Do you way, guys watch SNL? By the way, this is like half uh, half halftime. So if you need oh, yeah. halftime, if you need to save uh, the rest for tomorrow, halftime it right now. Or the ride home, you could just finish it. You know, half and half, right? Pretty much, yeah. You whatever, wh- whatever you want to do, it's up to you. We're only going to get okay, drunker so, from here. Yeah, from here it's 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 only going to get worse. So and Eddie my Murphy cat, and my cats are just getting more ornery in this room. <laughs> 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 just like the podcast, they're getting. Well, I'm getting drunker. They're getting angrier. 
Um, <laughs> can I start? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Wait, hosted Pat, one SNL second. On- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just playing with it. <laughs> little holiday gag. I took an edible this morning. I'm trying to keep it together. That's real uh, professional. <laughs> Hey, it's my holiday too, baby. Holiday but, uh, special. It's once a year. Holiday special. Let it go. Coming Let it fly. Uh, Eddie Murphy hosted SNL. He was away for the show for 35 years, and it was pretty excellent uh, on Saturday night. He he was hosting along with musical guest Lizzo. Uh, and, oh, nice. Uh, That's good. That's good yeah, lineup. so the show started out with a, a pretty dope monologue where Murphy came out and said, quote, my kids are pretty much my whole life now. But if you would have told me that I would be this boring stay-at-home house dad and Bill Cosby would in, would be in jail, even I would have taken that bet. No who's shit, America's that's a good da- joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you follow that up with, who, who's America's dad now? And I don't know if you guys oh. remember from Eddie Murphy Raw, he recounts a story where Cosby called him up and was like, essentially, like, you got to stop cursing. And uh, Eddie Murphy was like, fuck you, Bill Cosby. Yeah. yeah, no, and then he called Richard Pryor and he goes, and he said, Bill said what? He goes, tell him to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but if you believe even half the story that he told on Raw, then clearly Bill Cosby had a lot of guilt from all the raping he was doing, and he projected it on other people to be like, hey, you got to be a clean comic. Like He felt like that was, if he did that, then maybe they'd never find out about the rapes. I don't know. Just trying you, to- I mean, maybe you think that's what it was? He, he had a clean image so that he could have a dirty... Dirty personal life is that? I think so. I think he was overcompensating for his horrible sins he committed. Oh, yeah, maybe uh, so. in the type I, of comedy. I couldn't that he, tell you why a serial rapist does what he does. Can't get in that mindset. That's thinking he's like a priest style. He's he's putting the he's putting the um the the pedo priest mindset on on Cosby. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like why why other would you have the cleanest comic of all time? Like he's like he's like. That was his thing, is that he was a clean comic. He was comedy for everybody. Comedy for the whole family. Right, we'll, we'll run with that. All right. Anyway, guys, uh, later on on the show, uh, during the monologue, he was joined. It was pretty cool. He was, he was joined first by, uh, by by Chris Rock. I'm sorry, Tracy Morgan, then Chris Rock, then Dave Chappelle. Uh, Jesus. So essentially, Tracy Morgan came out first and was like, man, I literally wouldn't be here without you. Wow. Chris Rock came out and was like, man, I literally w- wouldn't be here without you. Chappelle, who obviously was not an SNL cast member, was just kind of nodding his cap to Murphy and that what he did uh, kind of setting the tone for what's, what Chappelle was able to do in stand-up. Yeah. Well, and and uh, Chappelle had Charlie Murphy on his show. so Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, they're close, yeah. but they were essentially saying, like, hey, to be black in, in comedy is hard, yeah. and you were a pioneer, and you opened the door for, for us, which I thought was really cool. And then I uh, until... Uh, Beck Bennett came out and was like, yeah, I know, Eddie, you've really done a lot of things for me, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, but then Keenan Thompson uh, had to come out, too. And then, like, you know, I've always said this, how bad Keenan Thompson sucks and, like, how hot hat garbage he is on SNL. But watching him stand next to Tracy Morgan, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Eddie Murphy, just further... You, were, you, uh, weren't, you, weren't, you weren't a good burger guy? You know? Further evidence my point that, dude, Keenan Thompson is so hot garbage. And he like he you, he can't even rank amongst the guys that are standing on stage with him, in my opinion. Well, well, not, he's, not in terms of stand-up. He, no. he certainly can rank with Beck Bennett. Ah, Beck Bennett's better. I think Keenan, Keenan Thompson. Who is Beck Bennett? That, I at least know who Keenan Thompson is. Who's Beck Bennett? Beck Bennett's, oh, God, I, I, I don't know how to describe him to you. You, you know Kyle Schwarber? I'm just going to have to Google him, Beck Bennett. He, the other, the skinny 
white guy that used to have the long hair and him were in a sketch comedy group. That guy? And there was three, there was three guys Good in the group. Good neighbor. That guy. Three guys the, in the group. And the two guy that talks SNL. like this in a lot of his sketches. Yes. The guy that talks like this. He plays the, baby, he plays like the this, baby, yeah. baby CEO. Yeah. Like I'm he's Beck like a CEO. That, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Nailed it, Will. Yeah. Anyway, but look, Ke- there's a reason Keenan Thompson has not left Saturday Night Live, and it's because no one will hire him anywhere else. You're being too I, mean, hard. I don't know about that. Harsh, I, I feel like he's probably a really good writer. He's been there for so long. But I mean, yeah, he's dude, he's a fucking cornball. Anyway, uh, the baking show sketch you was like good. You like Pete Davidson. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about Pete Davidson. I don't love Pete Davidson. I think he's all right. I think he's all right. I think he did something weird on Weekend Update at SNL this week where he came out and was like, you know, and I'm going somewhere. Uh, I'm going on a vacation, too, where they take your shoelaces. It's like, okay, we get it, bro. You're depressed. Are you actually going to the mental hospital this Christmas? So Pat's or is, not? Patch like, is mad at all of SNL then. Yeah. So you're just upset with them all. Anyway, Lizzo brought it. She was the shit. Uh, she wore a backless sheer uh, see-through pants where you could see her butt. Yeah, and you're sitting there thinking just, man, Lizzo's got a huge butt. Uh, I show my <laughs> butt crack back and forth. But her songs are just better, man. I mean, like, her songs are just better than most pop stars out there. She's right got now. a great she vibe. Crashed. You know, she's got, like, uh, you know that the, the shirt Barstool makes positive vibes only? I feel like that's, right. like, Lizzo's, like, she exudes that aura just, like, about about her. So, Well, let yeah. me ask you guys a question. So Lizzo brought it hard. Um, she nailed some high notes, like, insane high notes that, that, that demonstrated her talent. But I heard that the number one dog name this year is Lizzo. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, is that a pro? That's kind of fucked up, actually, right? That's a little fucked up, right? Like, uh, would you like to be your no, num- the number no. one dog name, Patrick? No, you're only saying yeah. that beca- you're only saying that because you in your mind think she's fat and disgusting. Huh? No, no, no. I'm saying like because dog. No, because the term dog. Like that's a that's a classic derogatory. Yeah, term but I bet, I bet Pamela Anderson was like the number one dog name like 25 years ago. Pamela? Like it's, it's only uh, maybe yeah, it's only it's only a you think so con because you connotate it to be a con because you think no, because the word dog, the word, the term dog was like a like a dig on women's looks like back in the fucking or, or how about how about bitch? The term bitch. Right. Yeah, both, <laughs> both apply it's a negative. Term. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the that's number one cat name is Lizzo, too. And that's for pussy. That's true. And that's pussy. I, right? I, I, th- I think it mostly has to do with uh, how out of touch uh, white girls are with uh, race relations. I think that's more it. I don't think it I don't would, think anything. It, it would be awkward. I'd like to see some of these people naming their dogs Lizzo to then meet Lizzo with their dog and say, I named my dog. Lizzo yeah, Lizzo would be like, what you. the fuck? And you'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm a novelty. I'm token either as a fat girl who, who is who is proud right. of myself or. Yeah, whatever. It's nothing. No, no offense. Right. Lizzo. Right. right no yeah. offense. Anyway. So that happened. Uh, they worked buckwheat in in a mask singer. Hey, you're a dog. No offense. No... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that went nowhere. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood was fantastic and actually made a lot more. Se- like the interesting thing is he brought back his three or four characters, right? Buckwheat, Gumby, Gumby yeah, yeah. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. They made a lot more sense than when we first consumed them as children with Comedy Central reruns. Because like I didn't get that like Gumby was doing like a Borscht Belt type comedian, like an old Jewish comedian uh, who kept calling people black bastards. Like I didn't get that when I first watched <laughs> Gumby in the eighties, and watching it now is like, oh, it's funny. He's doing Gumby as like a racist comedian, right? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that made a lot more sense. And then Mister Robinson's neighborhood was was better than I've ever seen it. Uh, I didn't like that sketch as a kid, but just maybe because I didn't get the the nuances of 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 the race relations. But it was fantastic. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. Hmm. Cool. All right, uh, next one. Oh wait, Christmas shot, Christmas, Christmas drink. Take a Christmas. I'm running drink. low here. 
All right, next one. Nerd hate crimes. So it looks like Dr. Sonia Flack, who is a British psychologist, uh, thinks that calling somebody a nerd or a geek should be a legal hate crime. It has nothing to do with the fact that Sonia was called a nerd all of her life. Oh, no. Yeah, and I want yeah. I want to point out, became a fucking doctor. If right. you do this, you're going to eliminate high-functioning people. She became... Because, because uh, she continued to get, be a nerd. Right, exactly. If, if, if you get made fun of as a kid, you don't go out and waste your time with dumb things like, like basketball where you're never going to play in the NBA. You, where you start reading and you become a leader of industry in our country. This is how CEOs are built. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, also not happy that newspapers are going away. Yeah, she's. A, yeah, you guys are actually just nailing it a hundred percent across the board. Uh, the, she was quoted on some British uh, morning show saying, "I think people find it startling because very high IQ people are a minority group in society who are very much ignored. They're not understood and largely neglected. It is the case that very high IQ people are very often bullied at school. For example, they're a target for being bullied quite viciously." So the the host said, said, oh, you're talking about nerds. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you go? Do you you guys know why affirmative action exists? It it exists because there's something that the the person that can't change about themselves that ends up being a negative if not uh, treated differently. Intelligence is not the fucking same case. It's a reward. If at the you, you don't need to like stand up and start a fucking uh, protection agency for high IQ people. Their reward is the fucking money they make when they get older and rich. Yeah, which she even kind of admits to in that quote. She's like, you know, very high IQ people being a minority and that they're you know basically superior. So she's like, these the she's she's kind of an elitist. She's like, I'm a superior yeah. being, and I should not. It should be illegal for you to come at me. With your vicious, you know, uh, very base and and low IQ bullying, you know. She's like, I also think children should stop making fun of other children's last names in a rhyming scheme. Her, her last name's her last name's Flack, by the way. So she got, she got destroyed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, she didn't expect. She didn't specify exactly what the punishment should be for the vicious crime of calling somebody a nerd or a geek, uh, but that it should definitely require facing legal action if you're the person that perpetrated the crime. So Yeah, okay, nerd-ass nerd geek needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, this nerd could you, sucks. Could you imagine if, if, if <laughs> like, who, could you imagine, like, if, if this is a thing in America, Trump would be, like, in prison for life just off Twitter. Like oh yeah, he's committing <laughs> he's committing nerd atrocity crimes all 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 the time. Right. It's a good thing that his wife is standing up for uh for for ending bullying. exactly. They, yeah, they got think, the yin and yang. I think she there. did that as a, I think she did that as a masterful troll. I think it's yeah, time to yeah. call that what it is. <laughs> she, I think she's having a little fun, tongue in cheek. All right, let's take a drink. Take yeah, on, and taking it to the internet at in the zone UK says on Twitter, let's make every insult a hate crime. Just like we were talking about, Trump would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I just took my drink. Same. Okay, guys, a German teenager who has been missing for two and a half years has been found, which is good. He was found in the closet of a known child pornographer distributor, oh. which is bad. So, in the closet. Well, good, why did? Good why bad. wasn't that the first place they looked? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good point. This, good, this guy was missing for, for two and a half years, and they didn't check the the town. Why didn't you the town check the pornographer's closet? closet? Wait, wait. How do you wait? Two and a half hot, years. Hey, wait. Do you have food in the closet? Guys, what do you have? Like a bunch hot of young bro- bacon, like 
tins no. of baked beans? No, no, I'll get to it. He wasn't like in the closet the whole time when the cops came. Uh, guess, when the cops guess, came, he was hiding uh, in the closet. Hot young Brian is missing. Where, 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 where do you think he is? I think he might be in the child pornographer's closet. Yeah. Um, anyways, the 15-year-old boy who was found this past Friday during a police search in Recklinghausen, uh, which is in the German state of North Rhine-Westphalia, um, he... What they, the police did was they went to the home of a 44-year-old they were pretty certain was distributing child pornography, um, and then they just luckily found this teen that's been missing in the closet. They weren't even looking for him. Whoa. So they, he had been presumed dead then, I, I guess. Well, they just gave up on him. Two and a half did, years. They just yeah. didn't know. No one cared. Um, but so that's what happened with this Why guy. Why didn't you look <laughs> in the closet? So, wait. Yeah, so I'm confused. Completely unrelated investigation. Yes. And they yes, find this correct. kid just just tied up in the closet and it turns out he went missing two and a half years ago how far away w- was he from where he went missing i don't know but they also found an older man living in the house so it was a 44 year old man another older man who was also in the apartment at the time of the arrest that was even creepier than the guy the 44 year old child distributor porn distributor um like it was a pretty pretty wild thing. The child porn circles are pretty small, you know. So I guess this forty four year old found this old guy, and he was like, "Well, we we both know we're into child porn, so it's either yeah. you know we you live together or you know we're gonna have to kill each other." It's crazy. Remember remember that was that guy in our our hometown uh, that got busted for child porn? Wasn't he like an, worked at the FBI or something? Uh, yes, but he was also not great for me. He was also the, um, <laughs> the soccer, the soccer referee, like, uh, organizer for the town. So he would, he would hire linesmen and I was one of the linesmen he hired and he lived in our neighborhood. So I dodged oh, a bullet there. You could have been this kid. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I was, I was close to being in a closet. I was a hell of a linesman. Little did I know it was for something else he wanted me to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, what happened was I'm joking about the older, creepier guy because it, I, I might be uh, wrong here, and the, or the police might be wrong. But they let him go after investigating. Oh. Him and said it was only, only the 44 year old that had been fucking the kid and distributing child porn. So I guess the older guy might have been deaf or blind. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, the key was. They, I mean, it makes sense. They he open. Was, yeah, they open the child. closet and they, they just hear a slow clap from hot young Brian. He's like, "Great police work, guys. Like Two really great years. police work." Ugh. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, one other twist. During the search, a police sniffer dog trained to detect electronic devices found a number of uh, data storage units in the apartment. So I didn't even know they had those type of sniffer dogs. They can smell electronics. Wow. Yeah. So a lot to this story. That's Uh, disgusting. Was this guy filming himself with the kid and then putting it on the internet? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. The kid wasn't like, um, but the, the shitty part for the kid is like, it seems like. I'm just going to make a couple assumptions. Since they didn't find him for two and a half years, they didn't mention him being returned to family or anyone looking for him. I'm guessing he was some sort of runaway that eventually got brainwashed into like being in a relationship with this guy, and he was like living there, and he wanted to hide from the police, and there was no signs of him being held against his will. Oh, okay, so yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's young, so young and impressionable. Right, right. Exactly. Was, He's too young to be in a consenting relationship with a 42-year-old freak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Stockholm Syndrome yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, All right, let's, let's take a drink. Well, take a shot All for right. that poor, poor kid. Oh, my gosh. Dana All right, guys, a, a, uh, a Georgia family 
Got a little bonus from their Home Depot Christmas tree this week Ooh, okay. when they were uh, deck o rating their tree with owl ornaments and discovered a real live owl in their tree. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! This is fake. Uh, they, no, were, it's real. they were not decorating it's, with owl it's ornaments. Real. It's real. No fuck. Yeah, I I totally agree. It is real, Mark. But there's no goddamn way that they were doing the owl. Ornament. No, I like, have an owl hilarious. ornament. I have an owl ornament on my tree. It's not that weird. I have an owl. You ornament have one owl right, ornament right but now. But that's bullshit. Owl ornaments, plural. plural. And, <laughs> right, and right after they hung the owl ornament, the owl appeared. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. I think yeah. I saw the video though. The owl was definitely in the tree. I saw it. The owl was in the tree big time. Yeah. yeah. Katie McBride Newman of Atlanta said that her daughter spotted the eastern screech owl. Uh, when they were decorating, she went on to say, quote, it was surreal, but we weren't really freaked out by it. It was so cute. We're really out- it was cute. Yeah, we're really outdoorsy people. We love the wilderness. And now we have Christmas din- dinner figured out. Thanks, uh, Home Depot. No, they didn't say that. But yeah, I think they they're liars. I think that they, like most people, their famous, favorite Christmas movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where there's a squirrel or a raccoon in the tree or whatever. And I think they've just been a couple of little, like, trolley pranksters. pranksters. You think they, yes. they trapped an owl, trapped a screech owl, and put it in the tree? Yes. yes. What do you think that's like when, uh, <laughs> when, when, when you're... That's hilarious. Yeah, when your internet troll gets to local news level, like, like, what do you do? Like, do you look at your husband and be like, "All right, we've gone we this it. far. We, we got to keep the lie so, going." But like, how would we you? Did it, how did you, I don't know how you big. catch an owl though outside. I guess you like trap it. You like bait it, well, bait it, well, and trap if, it. If if you don't know how to catch an owl, then I don't. It's advanced. I don't know about that's the, the, advanced the falconry first, or whatever. You know, it's a, that's well, a, the first that's person I'd ask move. is the family with the family with predominantly all owl ornaments is probably the first people I'd ask that question. Ornaments plural is a dead yes. giveaway. They probably know how to trap an owl. <laughs> anyway, ornaments plural. One of the ornaments was a family photo of it said uh, owl, first owl trapping 1998. <laughs> All right, take, take, a, take a Christmas shot on that one. Woo. Yeah. Mm. This eggnog is delicious. All right. Mm-hmm. I got one last one for, for me. All right. Shout out to uh, listeners Charles, Tommy Bottles, and David Rep. They have been bringing the heat with listener submissions, and we have another extremely hot one from the New York Post, all right? So let me just read the headline to you, and then I'm going to read it again. So I'm going to read headline, Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with Arby's card. No, he didn't. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> this, is, Checks this, out. Is, this is Arby's coming back around? <laughs> yeah, Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with Arby's card. So, so that's uh, that's, right. that's that's <laughs> what's well the, the the person he was fucking must have owned Arby's. Well, no, no, no. I I like no. that theory, but it, it, think it's about different. It. No, it's different. It's different. It's he's, different. He's looking for really fat, ugly gay men that that persuaded <laughs> that will be Arby's. paid in roast beef. But yeah, that can be paid paid in roast number beef. ones from Arby's. melted cheese, <laughs> extra gravy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be it. I don't know. Uh, also, shout out to Natalie O'Neill, the author of this New York Post article, for starting the article with, quote, he tried to lure the beefcakes with the meats. That's pretty good. So that was, <laughs> I wasn't used to seeing that in a, in a real newspaper. Um, anyways, uh, I'm just going to go word for word from her article here. Uh, using the handle DILF, D-I-L-F, dad, I'd like to fuck, I'm assuming, Barry Cole Pointer, 57, allegedly tried to bed hot college-age guys by offering to pay for gas, clothes, and roast beef sandwiches 
uh, with the Arby's card. Uh, that what was, else do you need? Yeah, that was what the police told the Kirksville Daily Express. Uh, the Church of Christ Elder, so that's his church, uh, who's also a professor at nearby Truman State University, was busted after a student reported him and a cop uh, went undercover on the app grinder, um, according to uh, the Kirksville Daily Paper. Yeah, right. a lot of cops and then he got go hungry. undercover on the app. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just doing my undercover just, work here. He was just doing undercover work on Grinder. Sure. <laughs> swear, swear to God, honey, there's a lot of they there's a lot a, of gay guys that are trying to take advantage of other gay guys. I got to check it out. It's, it's top secret, honey. So uh, don't bring it up because uh... my Grinder app. You oh, it's undercover work. <laughs> Give me a break. But this guy was uh, this guy was gonna give you gas money, clothes, and Arby's cart. Yeah, so he was, yeah. He was gonna get you to Arby's. He was, he was thirsty gonna get, you, as fuck. get you to Arby's clothes. That guy wanted cock you. bad. Yeah. But do you Dilf, guys, do you guys remember what how what what it like to be what it was like when you were like that poor when you were college poor? And I'm sure some of our listeners know this. Like when you're college poor, like the, the like thirty dollars is a lot of money. Like like the idea of like a night out. Is a whole big reward. This guy's doing some smart economics, if you ask me. He's going after the going right demo, after, right? Yeah, yeah, the right demo. Well, he should be offering a keg of beer. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A keg, a keg would get you a lot. Um, Pointer allegedly sent uh, the officer a message saying he would uh, quote love to have a sugar daddy relationship, and then he offered to fill up his gas tank in exchange for sexual favors on December third. Um, was there a winky face after gas tank? Do we know if he actually meant gas tank or did he mean oh, he'll fill, is that a euphemism? All, he'll, all of the above. He'll fill up all okay. of his gas tanks. Was he going for underage people? Uh, I don't know. Just young, just no so, college age. What is the sting here? Like if it's not cash, if he's offering you like dinner, is that really is that really a crime? Is that really well, prostitution? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, if the younger guy was willing. Pointer said he quote yeah. might throw in an Arby's card. LOL. That was his message on I mean. Grinder. If it's consensual <laughs> and all he's getting is like small trinkets, how is that? It's not a cash yeah. transaction. I think in this, this case, also, right? I think in this case, uh, I don't know. Well, I guess they're saying this that undercover he is, cop is just gay. Is what I'm saying. Does, does this guy have a bank or is he keeping his money stored in Arby's cards? I'm confused about why he has Arby's cards. Uh, because I don't know. That's just his thing. He's like, it's, it's the only account his wife doesn't have access to see. So, Maybe so that's like, the sting. There was a local <laughs> in the state. There was a, a theft on a, a thousand Arby cards. Yeah. He's trying I, to find I, I don't know. I mean, basically the guy's like trying to hide it. It looks like he's trying to be uh, on the down low and this cop, uh, or, and, and students. So there was a student and a cop who were fucking with him on grinder. Um, so anyways, but when he said that he would fill up the gas station, the gas tanks, all of them. Uh, he went to the gas station where he was greeted by officers. That's where you find the tanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he was greeted by officers uh, instead of uh, whoever's gas tank he was trying to fill. Uh, and then he tried to flee from the scene. And when he was pulled over a few blocks away, he allegedly told police, quote, he was not doing anything with a minor, unquote, to your point, Mark, and was only, quote, trying to help by offering gifts to men on the app. So yeah. these are just needy the, men. These are just needy yeah. men on Grinder who need Arby's sandwiches and they need <laughs> right. gas. And you know he's just trying to be that's, trying to be benevolent. That's great just police work. Getting yep. this monster on Grinder <laughs> offering Arby cards off the streets. Great he, work. He, yep, he was charged with patronizing prostitution and faces up to six months behind bars. Uh, Truman State has since uh, suspended him 
and it wasn't immediately clear if he's still in his leadership role at the Church of Christ, where he has made homophobic comments in the past. So next, we have the meats. Next, they're going to bust someone on plenty of fish, offering to take someone for drinks. Yeah, but I mean, it, I mean, in this case, I get, I get, I get like your point. Like, okay, it's probably like overzealous here on the police yeah. part, but it's, it's probably not prostitution. But it's probably the somebody, whole apps prostitution. All of those apps are prostitution. Well, right, but it's probably somebody uh, with an axe to grind in like the church or something against him, or a student or something, right? Because they're, they're saying the okay. students involved. Because like this guy is in a bunch of leadership positions. I think it was a waste of uh, uh, of people getting this guy off the streets, but whatever. Um, last Holiday story, shot. We take, should we take a drink? Yeah. Last story, a police therapy dog that works for the police named Benjamin Franklin from Franklin, Massachusetts, was a very bad boy this week, guys, as he stole Christmas toys from needy children. Hmm. Wait, yeah. what? That's right. A dog. Yeah. How did a dog? Works... How does a dog steal Christmas gifts? Right. So he works at the police station and the police station had a room Full full of Christmas toys that they were about to put in a truck eventually and give to the charity. But the dog had access to the room and went into the toys and played with a lot of them. And then <laughs> when they uh, and then when they tried to get the toys from him, he evaded police and resisted arrest and ran around the police station because he didn't want to give up the toys. That's awesome. So that's one of these dumb shit cute stories. That's right. <laughs> well, San, that's right. San, we that's lost right. track of Santa's sleigh. You know, that's right. with Nora. Dogs have so much fun, though. It's a squirrel on jet skis. Yeah, why would you let the dog in a room full of toys? First of all, <laughs> it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for dogs, though, guys, as they've killed like at least a dozen humans with guns. Hey. Uh, and now it's hey, the but toys Conan, the Conan the good boy, he killed out Baghdadi, so it's been that kind of like evens it out, right? There you go. But also, this dog was such a good boy that when finally asked to seriously let go of the toys, he re- he relented. He gave the toys yeah. back. He said, "If it's for the kids, yeah, and then I'm in." <laughs> He like he 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 like got his eyes real big and looked at the camera right before handing it back like it was the cutest thing of all time probably. That's right. And then he went right out to the front yard and pooped while staring at you. <laughs> you you seeing this? I'm pooping. You watching me? Um, that's gonna do it for Hard Factor. You guys want to close this all together? I didn't write anything. I figured we could just no, just yeah. just shut it, shut it down. I mean, just happy holidays, Merry Christmas, ha- ha- uh, blessed Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Feliz Navidad. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year's. We'll be back right before New Year's, actually. And I'll be in a cabin this week. So <laughs> Yeah. Have fun in the cabin. Just, Pat. just think, yeah, Pat will be in the cabin. DM him with uh, anything you're thinking about. He's got time on his hands to talk. Enjoy your time <laughs> as friends and family. Stay relaxed. We love you guys. We'll, we'll chat with you soon. Have a great fucking weekend and holidays. I don't want a lot for Christmas. 